Welcome to Books, Kids, and Creations, a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm your host, Tracy Bloom, and I feature people who inspire and uplift future generations with their work. Today, I am so excited to interview our guest, Bonnie McBird. And I was just saying, when I grow up, I want to be Bonnie. She has done so much in her career, including um, she has a BA in music and MA in film. She was a um, Hollywood exec for Universal. She wrote the original screenplay for Tron. She's won three Emmy Awards for documentary writing, producing 11 <clears throat> Scene Golden Eagle Awards for scripted and documentary work, produced numerous plays and musicals, and theater credits as an actor and director. Art in the Blood, her first novel, was written in the style of Arthur Conan Doyle, featuring Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson and was published by HarperCollins, <clears throat> excuse me, in 2015. It was released in 17 languages worldwide to critical acclaim. And in her first series, this was followed by another book in the vein of Sherlock Holmes, Unquiet Spirits in 2017, Devil's Due in 2019, The Three Locks in 2020, and her newest Christmas novella, what child is this? Thank you, Bonnie, for being here. I feel like I gave the highlights reel of your career, which is just incredible. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's really, really a pleasure to be here. I am just so thrilled to have you on the show, especially right before the holidays. Uh, you just released this beautiful novella, What Child Is This? You have lo uh, lots of Sherlock Holmes books and um, with a beginning I guess your studies began in film, correct? Uh, you mean my uh, my studies of Sherlock Holmes or just in general? Just in general. Uh, well, yeah, actually at, at university, I, I didn't uh, really get into film until my junior year. I was a, my BA was in music and I got all the way to junior year and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> this isn't exactly what I want to do. <laughs> but, you know, as so I kind of switched gears at that point. So my first studies were were in you know music and then in film, but if you're asking about how I got you know sort of really connected to Conan Doyle, um, I think it's because I've been an Anglophile since I was a little kid and I read Conan Doyle at age ten. Yeah, and and I opened your book and you know I you you start reading and you go wow I mean your style of writing is just wonderful and you really capture the voice of Sherlock Holmes and you and you set the setting for the scene so beautifully um how how much research goes into these books because you you've put out quite a few so I have to research the heck out of everything because you know what kind of what what were the names of the cabs that they took? What did they eat? And what you know, what kinds of restaurants were, were there? And what what were the workhouses like? What was this? What was it like on the streets? And how how did they keep the streets clean? What how did the light work? How, I mean, everything is is not as it was. So I have to be uh, do a lot more research. You know, now some of it, of course, you know, you just get from reading in years and years. And I and I read a lot of period fiction, but. But um, yeah, I do. I do quite a bit of research, and in fact, I usually go like location scout the places uh, if they're extant, you know. And um, so, just as an example, 
Um, my second book, Unquiet Spirits, had to do uh, with ghosts, but it also had to do with the whiskey business up in Scotland. So I went and I went and spent some time in um, in the Highlands near where the setting was, and I found a castle that oh. fit bill that that was exactly like I had in my head. It was a it was an old castle, but then it had been redone in the Victorian era. Wow. So exactly what was so I you know took a lot of notes there and then I went to whiskey distilleries tough job somebody had to do it <laughs> and I, I I you know learned how whiskey was made and the details of all the, the mechanics of it and and the, the equipment but then I found um, just as a really extreme example there is a uh, whiskey distillery on the island of Isla which is spelled I S L A Y it looks like Islay but it's pronounced Isla. And this distillery still has the Victorian equipment extant. Mm -hmm. They're working, they use it. So I went there to really understand how that was. And I took pictures. I mean, that's right in the book. So some of the books are super, super researched in detail. Um, the, the most recent one before What Child Is This uh, was fin well, my research was done just before lockdown, just like weeks before lockdown. Uh, I went to, it takes place partly in, in uh, Cambridge, and there's a, a place there called the Jesus Lock. The lock is where in the river, the river Cam, it changes the levels of the, of the river so that the boats can maneuver and go down and the Jesus lock is a, is a the mechanical construction there. And it's, you know, it, it, because it's changing a big volume of water, it's kind of a dangerous. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't want to fall in there at certain points. <laughs> so anyway, so that became a location and I, you know, so, but then um, the last uh, book, what child is this was written entirely during lockdown so i couldn't but it was it took place took place in london which is where i live now and so um i i had to not go to these places uh, mm -hmm. obviously but um but i go there online oh, yeah <laughs> oh now did you uh, did you ever go on google maps and walk the streets where you're going to be i did that <laughs> yeah. it's like well if you can't be there you know you do what you do and there's right. so much information now that you can it's you can thrilling get. the amount of information that you can get for free now right. how did you shift from you know music and film to writing these these beautiful books well oh thank you thanks i really appreciate that the, the yeah. compliment there. Um, well i'm i am uh I was a screenwriter. I, I've, I've been a writer for a long time. Most of my professional career has been in writing. And so I was a screenwriter. And then when I ran a production company, I did all the writing for it. And believe it or not, there is a fair amount of writing done in documentary. I mean, it's, um, uh, you're not, you're not writing what people are saying, but you're creating a, a you know, a story from it, basically. Anyway, so, but I, but I wrote screenplays for years. And then before that, I was at Universal Studios for four years and I was a story editor there. And that is a job very similar to a book editor at a publishing house. And so I worked, uh, I, I read all the drafts of the feature films that were in development, you know, each draft and I would make notes, you know, for the writers uh, to strengthen the story, to, you know, keep the pacing and whatever. Um, and, you know, to flag any, any things that I thought would, you know, that were tying together. It's basically like a book editor. And that was incredible training to be a storyteller. You have... Uh, Frank Cho, who yeah. did some phenomenal artwork for your book. This is just yeah. one of these the line drawings. I mean, 
uh, just incredible work. And it's throughout the book, um, just these beautiful, beautiful drawings that yeah, are, I mean, so perfect. detailed. How did you come to find Frank and how did you guys pair up on this creation? Oh, well, that was a good story. Um, every January, the Baker Street Irregulars, which is the big, the big umbrella U.S. organization of Sri Lankans, uh, puts on a big four-day uh, extravaganza in New York City. And Sri Lankans from all over the world come to this and have dinners and parties and, you know, go drinking and go to museums together and just, you know, basically have a lot of fun. Sounds awesome. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, and so... I met him at one of these events and, um, you know, I, I'm an amateur artist. I like to draw. So I, I illustrated my first book and there was a special edition of my illustrations in it. So I love art and artists and drawings. And he started doing the program covers for the Baker Street Irregular event, the main event. Oh. And I saw these, uh, man, these are fantastic. So I started, uh, we met and I started uh, corresponding with him and I asked him about his techniques. And so you you held that up and you could see that it's a, it's a really beautiful uh, kind of very detailed uh, pen and ink technique. And then I, um, I came up with the idea of doing a novella instead of a novel, a Christmas novella and having it illustrated. And so uh, my publisher loved that idea. And I, so I approached Frank and asked him, would you like to, he did, <laughs> he wanted to do it. So I was thrilled. So they, HarperCollins hired him to do the illustrations and, um, and we worked together and I wrote the whole thing first. And then he said, so which scenes do you want illustrated? And I said, well, let me send you my list of candidates, scenes I think that would make a good illustration. And then you choose. And so we kind of proceeded from there and went back and forth a few times. And so with um, with this book, do you have a book tour coming up or any exciting things planned for? Well, given that we are December 17th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's, a, and it's a Christmas book. I've mostly done all that. <laughs> uh, but I, did, I had to do it virtually because um, the, the pandemic is still on. Um, and then for um, future books, do you have one in the works? You seem like someone who might have a couple things brewing. I do. Of <laughs> uh, fortunately, my publisher is quite enthused and I've got book six of this Sherlock Holmes series it's, I'm about 40,000 words into it right now. Okay. It's called A Serpent Under, The Serpent Under. So I have that one in work. And then I also pitched a new series to my publisher, which I can't really talk about quite yet, but it um, uh, it also takes, it's a Victorian mystery series that features women. <laughs> Very fun. Very cool. I'm, I'm excited about it. Well, I do always ask every person who comes on the show, what advice they have for future generations? Well, I think art of any kind is life enhancing. And whether you want to be a professional artist in any art form or whether you just want to have a developed self-expression, I believe the pursuit of art helps everyone. So I would encourage everybody to sort of try a lot of different things and find out which whether it's music, playing an instrument, singing in a choir, uh, painting, drawing, writing, writing, even writing your journal, anything, anything that gets you creating is a life enhancing activity. And, and um, 
and so and it also builds strength i also think that if i could have if i were running like a uh an elementary school or middle school i would have every kid be involved in theater oh yes every kid because there, you, there's many things you can do in theater behind the scenes on the stage playing music writing i mean it takes uh, theater and movie making are are the art forms that basically encompass many other art forms and there's a room for every kind of kid in there and you learn how to work as a group you learn how to um you learn how to work hard yes yeah. <laughs> doing creative work it's actually hard work although you don't want to tell little kids that it's actually hard work but it's <laughs> what my husband calls hard fun and so it's fun that in order to do something really fun with it, you've got to get good at it. Right, right. And so so it, it requires this, these iterations and without, without lecturing a child about it, they just start seeing, oh, my drawing's getting better. Oh, I'm using more colors. Oh, I can sing different, I sing better now. Or I can, you know, they feel, they feel the growth uh, and it's so rewarding and fun. And so, you know, I just, i strongly believe in in the arts and education and I guess that's my soapbox position <laughs> it's wonderful advice and I'm right there with you I love the arts I come from a family of artists so uh, yeah, yeah. So you were encouraged as a, as a little kid then yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. everyone in the family had their own little artistic outlet and yeah. um yeah it was yeah. always very encouraged it's been such a pleasure to talk to you and uh <laughs> really enjoyed this <laughs> me too i um i will post a link to your to your website where people can check out all of your books and um i wish you so much success and i'm so excited to have had this opportunity thank you bonnie thank you so much and great talking to you tracy bye-bye